bad mood after you just nod and nod the shit out of something like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you this is a nice way to spend a holy Thursday. What you do is you surround yourself with your disciples. You have a feast <laughs> like you would only have, uh, have if it was your last meal, like bread and wine, right? Break bread. Break bread. bread. And then you invite all your best friends and make sure you leave out charters. <laughs> That's Holy Thursday, right? We rejoice. Today is no different. We will rejoice our guest tonight. We're so lucky to have her. It's our it's the it's the is the one and only wife of Steve the Reluctant German. Liam McGrail is here. I'm so excited to pick her brain. Find out what Steve's up to in the bedroom. Break through the layers. But you know there's only one way to get to it. And that's where we have to get the show started. And there's only one way to start a show around these parts. Theme song, boys. Welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall, the greatest pie, uh, the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pine Grove on, or Pine Grove to ever come out of Podcast Ontario, whatever you want to say. And mostly we are that way because of the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week of Steve the Reluctant German on the guitar. We've got on rhythm uh, the beautiful band leader Michael Bowe is here. Hello there. Uh, the inspiration, the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions. Whiskey Wes Higgins is plucking away. <laughs> and on the egg shaker today, I'm glad he's making noise back there, is my brother, our bartender, and our bus driver, Paul Van Dyke, is here. Hey. Back. The, the music Nazi's not here. I can fuck up the egg shaker a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just go. Just feel free, man. Yeah. You got reason to just feel the music, Rejoice. man. Charters is gone. We can do whatever we want. So at ease around here. Everybody's <laughs> so happy. Recording this for posterity is my beautiful wife, the Dr. Jane Van Dyke, is here. Oh, there she is. And I like to call her our guest tonight because I, I think everyone's got lots of questions for her. Yeah. She's our audience of one, but also our guest, the lovely and talented Leah McGrail, is here. And I am your host, two times two President's time, Club Award time. winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get this show on the road, boys. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Uh, that turned out pretty good. And that was, a, a, of course, a tribute to the late Jay Giles. That's right. Of the Jay Giles band, who Wes told me <laughs> when we started the show that he's not the singer of the Jay Giles band. Hmm. And I thought that's ridiculous. <laughs> How do you le- name a band? But Van Halen. They were named after the drummer right? Yep. and the Taylor. guitar player, but there was at least two members of it, eh? That's right. This is Jay Giles, the guitar player, and I don't know who's the singer, but it might have been a guy by the name of Magic Dick. <laughs> yeah. 
Or really, I don't know. Or Peter Wolf. Or Peter Wolf. Both We're boss. Sure. Both boss names. Sweet names. Though. Yeah, good handles on those guys. That's why I thought you were going to give Steve the leader of the band. <laughs> oh yeah. Nine. Well, it's a lot of. It's super fast, eh? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it, Jay Giles? We figure he must have been on the cocaine. <laughs> One thing leads to another. I think because there's no way you can play that fast without the cocaine. That's what I would say. That's why. Would you say? <laughs> yeah, and you also have Who's a song called co- Freeze Frame. Freeze Frame. <laughs> He seemed a bit jittery. It was the 80s, you know. They were all coked up, weren't they? <laughs> Their jeans were really tight. I guess they're yeah. tight now, but... Yeah, tight jeans. Back je- to tight. It's come yeah. back, back around. Tight jeans. tight jeans makes you play fast because you want to get done so you can take your pants off, right? Sure. Let your balls breathe. <laughs> Makes your, your unit look bigger. Right, yeah. If I had tight pants on, I'd want to get my work done as quick as I could so I could get home and take a, my pants off, right? Anyways, I saw... We, uh, we are missing one person. There's an empty chair here. <laughs> I like how Wes uh, doesn't jump into it. He leaves it as respect. <laughs> like microphone and everything. Yeah, he wouldn't even take the mic. It's right in front of him. It's the ghost, of, <laughs> yeah. the ghost Charters. of Charters. As though Charters was here, and he's not here. He's not here. He's uh, He is ill. The only thing I got from him says, I feel like crap. I'm not coming in. And I go, uh, can you be more specific so I know how to properly make fun of you? And then he said that he had the sniffles. That's all I got from them. So he's watching the Leaf game. That's what it sounds like, which we did here too. Charters, we use technology, and we beat Pine Grove Internet <laughs> it at its awesome. own game. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we ended up watching it. We, did, we accomplished all our goals tonight except for one thing, and that was watching the Leafs win. Yeah. They lost. Uh, heartbreaker. Good battle. Heartbreaker tonight. But it is nice when playoff hockey's there when it matters, you know? Oh, it's so great. It's like now when you, the, the Jays are starting, too, and you're like, uh, the, uh, you know, who gives a crap about – there's like a, about 200 games or something, right. isn't there? Like, you got lots of time. October matters yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, now you go watch a game, they're gonna, they lost like six in a row or something. Yeah, tough like loss terrible. again tonight, yeah. And you're like, uh, who cares? they got like a billion games to catch up. It doesn't even matter. Right. Right? Sure. And that's they're what they're saying, the too. Don't panic. Watch the Leafs. We right. suck right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, exactly right. Don't pay attention to us. But they just signed that manager to a contract. Yeah, just that's what I think does it. Laziness. He was already lazy. Yeah, now he's even lazy. I don't know how you can get more lazy. Yeah, that's what happened. I think he gave him. He signed him to, to a contract, and he lazied up. Yeah, he's everyone just, got comfortable. He just bellies up to those uh, spits and then got a little bit of big league chew and just calls it a day. <laughs> who are you going to play better for? I'll ask you right now. You know, who are you going to perform better for? A, a coach that's. Uh, that's uh, all relaxed and easy going. He knows his future secure. He's he's got all the time in the world. Or are you going to be uh, playing for uh, the guy who's panicking? Because if you don't fucking hit a home run, he's losing his house. Right. You know, right. that guy is going to make sure that you freaking gets the best out of you, right? Because he needs you to be at your best. And you're just afraid for him because he seems like some bad things are going to happen to his family. His, his life's going to go sour. Yeah. We're going to hit the bottle. You don't want that to happen to him. No. You work You have worked better for that guy. This comfortable guy with a long-term contract doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That's my opinion. I agree. I wanted to talk to you guys. What's the matter, Paul? You point at Steve with a rel- with some sort of a... Buzzing. Buzzing. Oh, the buzzing? You want me to shut it off? Well, then you can't hear Steve's... Um, sweet, oh. sweet guitar. Sweet, sweet, sweet guitar when he plays. I'll have to remember to turn them back up. Whoa, oh, do it again. Oh, hey, look at that. I don't know if you can hear we that. We can hear that in here. Yeah. yeah, we can hear it in here at least. Anyways, who cares? The buzzing is bothering you. Then I'll just shut it right down and say, fuck Steve. Then fuck Steve, charters. take a break. All right. <laughs> Lean back. Enjoy the just show, Just like John Steve. Gibbons. Have a, have a time out I was there. like uh, saying we, we we accomplished uh, kind of a bucket list goal. I don't know if we, it was on our list. We yeah. said we were going to play live gigs. We wanted to play Swazis. It was always a bucket list uh, goal of mine to play my my hometown bar where I used to drink all the time with my buddy Charters. Fuck Charters. <laughs> yeah, fuck Charters indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, by the way, a little shout out to Charters. He is a, this is a big deal for him, eh? This is Holy Thursday. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he's playing in the in the uh, the church band at whole, at at uh, Blessed right. Sacrament or whatever the, the Burford Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's right, probably in the church, smelling the old Holy Thursday incense. Him the priest and, got burning. Yeah, him and Mister Gwidland. <laughs> I don't know who he's playing <laughs> with. Is that the guy you played with? Didn't you play in a band with one of the guys he plays in church with? Sure he, did. Long song book, McGee? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you yeah. call him? Yeah, he did a big song book. It's a real like thing, eh? Like 
up there in the church having to play all these songs. Oh. A lot of pressure. You ever thought about doing it, Steve, playing in church? No. Never thought of using your talents in that way to praise the Lord? No. Our Savior, Jesus Christ? Rejoice? <laughs> no. No, I can't do it. No? But charters, it's great man. practice. It's great practice. But, you know, there's a couple. You don't, you wouldn't want, you don't want to be going through, uh, oh, Yahweh, I know you are near. <laughs> or how about, uh, <laughs> and we will raise you up. That's a good on one. Eagle's wings. Beautiful one. It's a great a funeral one. song, man. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's still beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like it Amazing is. Grace. It makes you cry, right? Amazing Grace makes you cry. Sure does. Also, a funeral song. <laughs> Which? Why is that a funeral song? Um, amazing Grace. How good it's a it's a it's how good you are, but it's a bad time. Yeah. Should be like, uh, God stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Jay Giles. Jay, I know. I'm tripping Jay Giles, man. God right. rest his soul. Yeah. You know, you think about the times like this, you're like, uh, if it could happen to Jay Giles, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> True enough. Different time, different time. There's no way that that kid last week that uh, was on the show, right? There's no way he'd know who Jay Giles is. Musician and everything. Probably, probably recognize a couple of the songs because he heard them in movies or something like that. I think Adam Sandler puts. Uh, Love stinks in one of his movies. Oh, yeah. Wedding singer. Wedding singer. Wedding yes. singer. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not sure if he had centerfold in one or not, but I don't know. He like. I, but he probably would. Yeah, but he would have Jay Giles. Is he like a New York guy? No idea. Jay Giles. It said uh, Massachusetts. Mashed potatoes. Oh. oh. Boston, the Commonwealth. Yeah. From New England. I get Worcester. it. Dollar twenty five. Down by Villanova, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, rattlesnake fucking harbor. Drink, drink, bitches. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about Swazi's little dream of ours. We played it. We set up a show. We did it. Right. Because it was supposed to be a plan. We even had friends come from far and wide to come and uh, help us. That's right. It was our audience to act as our audience. You know. And uh, one of them. Decided they'd stop by the Dutch Hall mm -hmm. before the show, right? Great and help man. us pack up, yep. right? Now, this guy is a straight-laced guy, you know? He's a guy that's got, like, a, a family, a young family, you know? Last time he went out was, was July, he said. Wow. That was the last time he had any sort of celebrations whatsoever. This was some sort of hall pass. He might have been rejoicing. It was a very, it was a, it was indeed an ex, excuse to rejoice, you know. Rejoice, family and so friends. he's coming down from a long drive, and uh, worked up, excited, you know, because he's gonna get a chance to to let loose for one night. Undo he's up call. for everything, right? Real excited, up for everything, gonna have a good time, right? Here we are, us lowly Norfolk boys, you know, just trying to. Do what we do on a regular basis. We don't think that it's a living a, that hard of a life, but maybe it is cons compared to a conservative guy from the city or whatever, you know, yeah. compared to try to live like us. So he, I think what happened was uh, this guy maybe uh, indulged a little bit too much for what his tolerance was, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we didn't know that. We were just going on with our day. We were just getting mentally focused. That's yeah. Right. I wasn't even here yet. <laughs> That's right. It's what? I wasn't even here no, yet. I wasn't even involved. Oh, with the, anything? You just got here when the whole incident happened? I just got here, sat down, had a beer. <laughs> yeah, take the edge off. Yeah, yeah Paul That's just right. got there, and then all of a sudden he has this this fella come in and uh, bump against his back. Yeah. Hey, Jane, you mind just moving just a, a smidge so I can see Paul when I'm talking to him? He was headbutting him. It yeah, looked like he was headbutting him from where I was sitting. And uh, he's, um, yeah, he was just headbutting him in his back, you know? And then all of a sudden, he just, like, uh, realized he's dropping like a stone. Oh, yeah. I had all weight on my back. And then I grab him, and Paul grabs him, and then we make sure we lie him to the ground. I think I had his head, you had his body or something like that. And then we put him to the ground, start taking – he's passed out, right? He is staring full pupils dilated at the ceiling. Undertaker style. Yeah, like it is uh, eyes wide open, nobody home, and uh, we're like, what the hell happened? And then I'm thinking, well, he's, he's fainting. Until, until he farts, yeah, like the loudest fart I've ever heard. Death fart. And sure. it, it smells like a Portuguese kitchen. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, on uh, when they're sweet. It's just something. There's something that it was gross. Chicken and wine. I don't know. Yeah, hang Sorry, a rooster babe. around that smell. It, there's something distinct about it. Mm. And then uh, I don't know if it's paprika, 
Maybe it's the Spanish paprika I oh, smell. Maybe Espanol. Yeah, I smell in the chorizo. Maybe uh, chorizo. Oh, it's nice on the pupsage. Oh, it's, oh, it's nice. nice. Anyways, uh, he's, so when he lets out this fart, it's like a gargantuan fart. I think it's a, it's a, evacuating his bowels. He's dead. Right. Like it's the death shitting himself. Like I heard that happens, that you, when you die, you yeah. poop your pants. Oh, yeah, and he, and he looked dead. Yes. So all evidence points to dead at this point in time, which is not good. No. For just before you're doing a comedy show, (laughs) to have one of your one of your good friends uh, lose it on, and then you feel somewhat responsible. Yeah. uh, As well, because uh, anyways. So anyway, he turns out he is. uh, uh, Ten seconds later, he's uh, he's uh, sure he's awake, and he's asking what happened and all the rest of it. And then he goes, uh, uh, I go, I think you made a shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, <laughs> the fart was like, there is no way in, when you're like fainting, you can control. No, just the fart. I just let out the gas. But he knew. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know who he was or how he got there. But he did know he didn't shit his pants. <laughs> that, was just a, that was just air, he said. That was just a fart. Is what he said. That was just a fart. That he knew with definitive truth that there was just a fart because he didn't want me telling the same story and telling everybody he shit his pants. Right, right. But he didn't actually. He didn't shit his pants. I'll go on record as saying that. I would. I would probably tell it because he's still anonymous. That's right. So I could say if he did shit his pants, but he didn't. He went to check and he goes, "No more than normal." He goes, <laughs> <laughs> "It was all good." Literally blowing off steam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said no more than normal. And then we had to drive him to Waterford with their gear. And he just wanted to take a nice lie down, like a nice nap, you know, to get it, collect himself. But I, w- I kept saying to Steve, like, put a mirror under his nose, make sure he's okay, you know? And then he moaned awkwardly. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to have to weekend at Bernie's this fucking guy <laughs> all through the show, just Set to get through off. the show. And yeah. then we have to tell his poor wife and daughter what happened. He's too excited. He's too old now. Because now we're at our age, uh, like I'm over 40, you know, like uh, people really do die, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have to start thinking about that. Like Big night out. Yeah, big night out could kill us. Like a hockey game could kill you, you know? Ooh. It's like <laughs> you have to think about that stuff. You didn't have to think about that stuff before. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like a real thing. You know, I think if we were in our 20s and the exact same thing happened, we probably wouldn't. We would have gotten out of Sharpie and drawn dicks on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He looks like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's a, that's a real inside joke of the show is that Steve has a birthmark uh, penis under his beard. Does anyone remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was from Steve's birthday <laughs> show last year. The Wheel of Steve. That's about a year ago now, Stephen. Yeah, my birthday is in June. Yeah. So anyway, in, it's coming. It's on. Was that that close? Was it? Was it April now? Yeah. May June. That's close. <laughs> Hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, it's a triple just like jump. a triple jump. That's what I was thinking. It's only two so, calendar flips. Yeah, that's right. Two different swimsuit girls. That's right. I like our swimsuit girl this month. I don't know if I said this last show or not, but when we flipped the calendar to April, there's a beauty. We went to. Uh, we got to see the beauty in April. And this one decides she's going to take a shit in the ocean. <laughs> it's just some girl in a bikini. She's just like t- going to take a dump in the ocean. And it's supposed to be sexy dump because she's making a pouty face, I think. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's a duck face poop. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why that's so sexy. But I think uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit calendar got a bit kinky <laughs> this year. Because they got a girl taking a dump in April. <laughs> So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so as we get to Swazis to do a comedy show slash mu- music show, and, and we're a bit frazzled, oh, yeah. to say the least, right? We're a bit rattled. Just a hair. From the experience. Like, we were go time. Mike was sent to go get help, and he was running very fast. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I don't think I've sprinted that fast since grade eight. <laughs> and your truck was locked. <laughs> oh, I was pulling on the door, aggravated, <laughs> and then I tried to get back in the Dutch hall, and then he... You could uh, not. Our, you were our, blocked. Yeah, I couldn't because uh, laying on the ground was uh, the the culprit, yeah. and I couldn't get in. So I'm Horse. banging the door off his or her leg, and I just stayed outside and hung my head in shame. And I could hear voices of, oh, the eyes are open. They're moving around. I was Steve, like, yes. 
me and you had it, Pete and Steve. Uh, we had it like we were ready for CPR. He was gonna be all right. Steve uh, took it upon himself to turn down the music because it was the inappropriate music for death. I guess. Yeah, he wanted to go to a better playlist for death. Yeah, like what do you think that would include, Steve? Well, if you could, if you could choose the playlist. Sorry. First of all, defend yourself. All right. Well, Mike just said he was standing outside the door and could clearly hear what was being spoken. So uh, with with the music blaring, Mike's uh, experience would have been completely different. That's right. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, I saved oh, your experience. Consider Mike. it. He turned down the funk. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh. <clears throat> what do you? What would you have it, went to as your go-to first? Yeah. Song? Now to go back to it, what would you? If you, if we were to have you DJ a death, right. like DJ a heart attack. <laughs> What would you want to uh, uh, play? Like, what would you think of appropriate music? I think I'd start with uh, Huey Lewis's uh, "Hip to Be Square." <laughs> I think. <laughs> Are you for son of a bitch. I would. That would get me back going again, just so I could punch the, uh, Steve in the stomach. So why Huey Lewis at this time? My well, man, for heaven's sake! And that's why he'd play it because he could yeah. pack up. That's right. At least it was, yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind Huey Lewis as much as. Uh, there, but there's worse things you could play, but I think more an instrumental would be, would be appropriate. I don't think there's a good time to get into lyrics at all. I think you want an instrumental. What is it? Just like that water sound? I didn't think funk was that sound? bad. I didn't think funk was that bad, especially considering it was like a real like uh, Pulp Fiction kind of moment, you know? <laughs> That's right. Where it was, you know, the that the adrenaline needle, the adrenaline needle heart. in yeah! his heart. We had to get him going again in the Dutch Hall. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a funk type moment, you know, then like uh, or like Boogie Nights, <laughs> you know, in, in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Have you seen Boogie Nights? Oh yes. You know when they go see that drug guy at the Mozart. where he's crazy and stuff, and they're all. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it Motorin or assistant? Oh no, uh, yeah, Sister Christian. What's yeah. What's your price for flight? That's not a bad song for the, song. for a heart attack. <laughs> no, that's right. great yeah. song. Motorin. Right. Maybe Stairway to Heaven. Nah. That's long. It's instrumental. It's something with harps. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, eh? Has a pick me up in it. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of like in, it's kinda of like ushering you to death. Because they are you are saying that you're gonna die because well, you're a stair you're taking a stairway that's to what heaven. We thought at the time. Yeah, I know, but I'd, I'd rather say the grade eight dance. <laughs> Reaching around from the back of the pants to see if you can get deep enough. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Sweet spot. <laughs> Good for you, Paul. I had a good reach around. You knew that in grade eight? See, I didn't even think about that in grade eight. <laughs> yeah, me neither, man. Just lucky oh. to touch a girl's shoulders. Seven, seven minutes of heaven. That's a <laughs> you knew to get it from the back in grade eight. It's closer. Well, yes, of course, but you don't know that in grade eight. Not when they were wearing those high pants. I was, uh, I was oh. six. I was in grade 11, and I was going the front way, the long way. And I was shocked at how long it was to get there. <laughs> I was absolutely shocked. And it was like, it's by the bum. Like, it was just, a, it was a real surprise that it was like, there was, you, once you got to the pubic hair, which started the belly button, <laughs> you would be like, uh, well, I got to be close, right? And you're like, you're nowhere close. You got work to do, my friend. You have a long travels ahead of you before you get to the oasis by the bunghole. <laughs> It's very, on the very south pole. <laughs> <laughs> a real shocker. No one taught me that at all. Now it's no big deal. Like this, I guess, you, you know, like these little kids know that, eh? Yeah. From porno, yeah. from their little uh, DS. The internet. Yeah. DS. <laughs> I was watching porno on my DS. device what, in the back of the vehicle when you thought I was just like playing checkers or whatever. <laughs> How many times do you think your kids have turned porno off because you entered the room paul <laughs> oh, yeah. it's definitely happened for sure <laughs> <laughs> it's too much you have uh, daughters D do girls watch porn do girls watch porn no both girls in the room say no that it's not a thing they do right it's not i don't not i don't think my kids are watching the porno but like the naked girls, naked girls you, hear yeah. them you hear them giggling in the room you know what's on <laughs> Like if all three are in on one iPad, a nice still picture. Gaglin. Oh yeah. Oh, looking like a nice set of knockers. Oh yeah. They're they're YouTube. They got caught in a YouTube tornado, right? And they ended up at some spring break. Yeah, girls gone wild spring break. 
2016. See, and that used to be like like Uncle Johnny's shop or whoever's like shop you sneak into and like look at the titties on the wall. Yeah, yeah. kid, right? That's all you ever saw. Got to see. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. The stolen glances where you could see see the odd like a naked picture of 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 someone. Yeah, exactly. It's usually someone's shop or something. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, or in someone's toolbox, or you come across someone's stash of porn mags. Mm -hmm. That was great too. A new stash of old, stinky, sticky <laughs> porno <laughs> mags that somebody else has gone through. There's a certain smell to it, eh? It's that mildewy, like you said, like it was musty. Yeah. Smell of an old magazine that had been passed around and like Just left in the glorious. elements. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good one. No, it'll bring you back to your youth. If you smell that mustiness, you're like all of a sudden back to like the part of your youth, like being a kid, eh? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. If I could still, if you think about it, you smell what those porno mags smelled like. You can think of them, right? You can think of that smell. Scratch tangible stuff. memory. <laughs> it is. That's like Disney World. I always know Disney World has a certain smell. Yeah. And you're going to come, if you smell it, you I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I feel like outdoor concerts have that smell too. There's a smell it's that. It's just like a smell. That, yeah, that yeah. you can't put your finger on, but you know that's what the, a concert smells like. Yeah. yeah. Sweat and like whatever they put on the ground to try and keep the t- it's just a mess out there yeah but there's that smell is what you remember eh yeah so we're at so i want to go back to swazi still <laughs> we're still going on swazi's gig which was a good crowd by the way great crowd. a lot Thanks of uh a lot of a uh, thank you to everyone that came out yeah a lot of people that were friends of ours like uh friends of one of the people members of the sh- of the show you looked at there was like different uh, tables and you're like okay they came because of so and so like it's six degrees of separation you know why they're there yep and then there was a table where you couldn't pin it down right a whole big table you couldn't pin down who they were turns out listeners alive from the dutch hall no way yeah. real life listeners alive from the dutch hall and they came uh because they live in waterford and they Crazy. came to the show. It just worked out. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's that's awesome. that's actually the best part about it. I thought so. It was nice. I got to talk to a few uh, people that actually listen to the show, and and that came down. So uh, hopefully we can. Uh, and then we have a couple that where we have some people that keep that come to a bunch of them. So yep. yeah, that's cool though. Like, yeah, it's cool. Part. Always good to meet listeners. Like I've uh, and so far listeners have been pretty nice. I haven't had any. We haven't had any super crazies, eh? We got mild crazies. (laughs) (laughs) We got some mild crazies. But this, uh, I think on this night, it was a pretty non-crazy crowd, too. Like, it was insane. It was pretty chill. Everybody was, uh, I think the comedy went over really well. Yeah. Yeah, except for when Pete bombed. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then they didn't even heckle him. Nothing. They just let you bomb and, and, like, still cheered you off the stage. Like, it was... Totally blew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll explain that to the people that don't know. Because I did blow it. You're right. We end our shows with a song called Eduardo. And uh, we wrote it. We, as a life in the Dutch Hall, mostly me and Steve wrote that song, right? That's right. And, uh, but, uh, no, we played it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. A it's bunch a, of it's times. It's a go-to. Yeah. Right. And uh, never faltered with that song. Yeah. Always been a savior. Safe. Like it's like it's like the safest thing works everywhere the same way. You can set your clock to Eduardo. Yeah. Autopilot Eduardo, right? Well, usually you have the lyrics though. I do I do. And and <laughs> but I've the last couple of times I haven't used them and I felt pretty fucking confident, you know? Mm. And uh <laughs> Kind of bit you in the ass. And I wasn't drinking, and <laughs> and I was thinking I'm good. I'm perfectly sober. I'm like uh, the most. No, I just had the so- most sobering experience <laughs> of my life watching the my friend fall down. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to uh, 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 do anything. Like I don't want to drink at all. So I had one reluctant beer, and then uh, I totally go blank. Like just the old man moment. I went blank, humiliated. And it's on video. And Steve uh, Leah was nice enough. <laughs> to uh, videotape it. it, yeah, and uh, and then Steve put that on YouTube, but nobody can see it, right, Steve? That's correct. Except for if I want to ever be reminded of my shame, That's I right. can go see it. And you say it's not that bad. It's not. Mike says it's terrible. I said I don't ever want you to watch it. For you your, know me. For your own sanity, please do not. Because you it. know me, right? Is that what you're saying? You'll eat yourself alive. See, that's what. So please, Pete, as, as my a friend, as my friend, family, as your cousin friend. and your friend, do not fucking watch it. 
Oh, I watched it. You shouldn't watch it. You blew it. That's your brother. <laughs> yeah, he wants to see me suffer because he's my brother, and I beat him for years. Actually, he's still undefeated. We've had a couple draws, Thanks, but he's still Paulie. undefeated. I'm good, actually. He's a great bartender tonight, He though. sure is. He's full of piss, and he's wearing uh, shorts tonight. Shorts. And looks great. Flip-flops. <laughs> it's summertime in Paul's world today. Right. You go swimming today, Polly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thinking about jogging home. <laughs> But about you eating shit, how'd you feel about that? Mm. Oh yeah, it's it, that was weird. But I've eaten shit before. I, 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 okay, I'll get over it. But that's the stuff you concentrate on, right? Is that time? That's right. It was just a remarkable that we've done it so many times, and not one of not one of us could have said the next lyric, like oh. the next line of the song to pick up on. None of us were like, oh, it's like we were all as blank as you were. I just wanted the Blojavo part, and I, that's I know I, I was just like, how do I start the Blojavo part? And then I'm like, uh, there's no, I couldn't think of it until it's, I got home, right? And I was like, oh, that's what how you start it. It's and, hard because like it probably in comedy or in music is the same thing. You need like that first word of that verse to get you rolling, and yeah. then you're gone. Then uh, as soon as I could figure out that co- that verse, then you, yeah, I, I pick up from there. I couldn't think of the starting that same one. verse over. And yeah, I got stuck in, in the loop yeah. of crazy. Somebody say a wife. That's it. You That's it. If I would have was like a wife, a mi- wife and a mom, I would be like, ah, oh, oh, got it, done. got it. And but then, but it's what make you feel better is the third set that Nocturnal Emissions <laughs> played. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I wasn't Ooh. part of it. Well, yeah, the, I wanted to talk about that because uh, we have to. We have to say no. This is the. There was two sets. We had a, the Nocturnal Missions opened the show, played a great set. Two uh, success. Uh, 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 people were filing in. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah it was fun. Thank it was you for stumbles. having us. Yeah, a couple of stumbles, but that's Steven's how it goes. finger hurt. And then uh, after the comedy show, you guys took over again. Played a great set of more dancey stuff, right. and uh, people were enjoying it, even though it wasn't as dancey as Otterville. Well, it was a transition between, like, some people were just heading out because they were there for the comedy, and other people were just sticking around, going to have a smoke, whatever. Yeah, and then a lot of people were talking about yeah. the show. And I thought it, that song was supposed to kill it every time, too. It did, though, online. Online? Oh, yeah, Kyle Van Dyke. Uh, we got Loved feedback it. from yeah. Kyle Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was close. That is terrible. <laughs> I want to say we got feedback from Kyle Van Dyke. There we go. All right. I like hearing it. I better. saw no butt shake for that song. No. No butt shaking. Yeah, there was no butt shaking. But on the online world shakes their butts to that. <laughs> that's right. If, I, if, if that's what I believe. So that was it did it did suit his purpose, just not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about hungry like a wolf? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's on the Nocturnal Emissions uh, Facebook page. You can watch it, and I yeah. tell you, it's a big hit. How many listens? You got? You must be pushing 40. 12. <laughs> I would say above 20. <laughs> just it's really it. rolling. Really? Actually, I was just surprised. I get every week the, the stats for Live from the Dutch Hall, and the stats are in Nocturnal Emissions, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, I bo- uh, Nocturnal Emissions were climbing up, like, huge improvements from previous weeks because you put out that video. A lot of visits. Yeah, a lot of oh, visits. Yeah. And uh, people that were interested in nocturnal emissions because of that. So there you go. It's amazing how social media can make you look cool. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. you're not cool at all. Yeah, you do something stupid. Oh, yeah, we, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends, right? There's probably people that really think you got, that was just grotesquely uncool. Right. Right? People that probably hate us for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, there's like, yeah, people that would find it to be uh, disgusting and offensive. Yeah. The whole thing was a, a, a slap in the face to Simon Le Bon. Yeah, good thing they didn't <laughs> see, good thing they didn't see the third set. <laughs> but the third set, so we ended up Man. playing two sets, one to open the show, one uh, the, after the cl- close of the show. Right. Great, great, great uh, success. Polished, it'd say, you know, a little stumbles here and there. Walked off the song after the walked break. off, feeling good about yourself. Crowd was entertained. Right, a uh, comedy Satisfied. show and two sets of music for 10 bucks. Great entertainment. What else could you ask for? For 10 bucks, Waterford, Ontario. Yeah, right out in their back. If you're in Yin subdivision, right in your back door, you know, right there. Exactly. And then, uh, and then, uh, third set happens. Hmm. Nocturnal Emissions gets greedy with their own, uh, their own success. Decides to go up and play a third set. Now, what? Who is the who is the ringleader to come up with this scheme? Oh, Dave said it was a request uh, set. Yeah, request oh. set because they are so sick, good they can just play anything. Uh, 
and with precision, just because it's on a whim of someone in the crowd, right? That's I, the Dave's Dave's uh, theory. He, that's how high he feels about himself right now. I requested the Pink Panther. <laughs> which well, West can play? And which West can and play? West fucking nailed it. Nice. And that was the only thing good about the third set. <laughs> no, I think your wife would. Uh, your wife uh, requested oh, yes. a uh, Grateful, Grateful Dead, Dead song. song. Well, why wouldn't she? And uh, I would say that's where. And I went to go talk to Michael at the bar oh. because he was noticeably absent from the from the rest of the band up there. Right? Yes, I was indulging. So, Steve, I gotta ask you. Yeah. Do you? Whose fault was it? Whose idea was it? Uh, I'm gonna say that Dave looked at me and was like, "Hey, we're coming. We're taking like a 10 minute break and we're coming back." I was like, "Oh, all right." But you had no songs left. I had no songs left. <laughs> Didn't know Mike was staying at the bar. That was a big. It was like oh, shit. He's just standing over there. He's not coming. No, Mike. How <laughs> Nothing did you... about his body language says that he's coming yeah. across the bar to get on the stage. I, I yeah. didn't think about it at all. I was just talking to some friends, and then I seen Charters up there, like just playing random songs. And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna stay right here. This yeah. is great. And then <laughs> Steve and Wes somehow cuts. Because I went to go talk to you during the Grateful Dead song that yeah. they were playing. And I'm like, uh, it was pretty tough to listen to. It was to. a tough go. And the crowd was being very nice. Leah, you were being nice uh, dancing with uh, Krista. But uh, there was no, uh, that was not entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, no. It was worse than Eduardo. Yes, that was that was, that was was where I think a low point. Especially from you, Steve. You must have been being a fan of, of, uh, yeah, hard. of the dead. And you're representing them in such a poor fashion. And, oh. and that was Charge Loss. He was the big anchor on that. <laughs> yeah. You have to admit. Well, it's also, a, it's a, like a chordy song. Like, there's lots of, like, a ton of changes and never, I haven't played that song <laughs> in years and years and years and years. So, yeah, um, not easy to remember all that shit. Yeah, I guess not, eh? Train wrecked. And, uh, if, and so I said to Mike, Mike, I go, how'd you know? He goes, this is the time of the night where you drink. And have a good time and celebrate your successes, right? Right, and you talk to your friends and people that come to yeah, enjoy right. the night. Because I talk to nobody. I talk to nobody in the crowd. I know, I know. And that's the, that ends up being the bad part. you got to get charters off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about him for 10 seconds. Yeah. We had a whole soul music uh, yeah, playlist and everything. Playlist. And that's my favorite part of the night is like pe- people come out to support <laughs> you, and it's just cool to have a beer with them and talk to them, shoot the shit, and just say thank you for coming out. Yeah, I love that part, and mm-hmm. you don't get to do it too often. No, you don't. And uh, I noticed that uh, that the the couple moments that I had to talk with that back table, where there was a girl Bailey, who's uh, we should do this as part of uh, feed. We, we got, got feed. feedback. It's feedback. Sorry, Paul. It's motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everyone. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Yes. If you go to livefromthedutchhall.com and click on our Amazon banner, you can do any of your Amazon shopping, and uh, a little bit of that money will come back and help the show. Thank you to everybody who's done that. Uh, We did get a check a little while back, and that's gone into the coffers for probably our next tour, which we're... Uh, which we'll think about for the future. Fall tour, possibly? I think fall, yeah. Fall would be good. And uh, uh, while you're on the website, why don't you click on the VG Meats coupon and uh, bring that coupon to either location, of course, Stony Creek, and get a very good uh, deal on some very good meats. I was just in a nice hockey pool with uh, Kyle from VG Meats, and I wish him all the worst. (laughs) He's a real son of a bitch, and he took all the Washington Capitals. Really? Being a Leafs fan? Being a hardcore Leaf fan. He went against his own team, but he had a good point. He wins either way, right? Washington uh, goes on to win, he wins. Toronto wins. Morally, he wins. So yeah, You know what, though? That's a, son a, dirty, of a bitch. It's a dirty trick. Nice play. And you know what? You don't go against your, your own team. Yeah. That's what I think. You can't do it. You can't do it. You, you can't take pleasure in your watching your team lose. And, uh, you need to feel the full pain of your team's loss in order to call yourself a true fan. That's right. So if you're down in Stony Creek, give Kyle shit for going against the Leafs. Yeah, that's right. Even though they're a good sponsor. And uh, you know what else uh, we got to talk about is uh, Bushstock. It's coming up. And yes. uh, we got to, I don't really, I should know the weekend this year, but it's if you might like to go to Bushstock.ca. 26th. The one before Labor Day, right? Yes. yes. The weekend before Labor Day this year, and I think what August. they got one band announced already. Oh, and I what's got, that band? You want to do a little drum roll for it? 
Who's the, they were there last year. They've been on the show a couple times. The Jay Kipps band. Oh. Oh, Jay Kipps, they're going to be there this Jay year. Kipps and the Kippers. Will Jay Kipps be there? Yes, he's in the Jay Kipps I'm band, just like the Jay Giles band. Oh. Yes, it's all going together. It's all oh, coming together. Amazing. Million rays of light and so forth. So uh, we got, uh, so where was I got? Sponsors? Oh, uh, Van Dyke Party Services. Mm. Big hockey tournament. It's the end of hockey season, really. And uh, if you got anything left, any sort of uh, sporting activities, get in the playoffs, you know. Sometimes you got to hang around with a bunch of parents who are uh, have their kids playing in the same leagues, or maybe you have friends that are uh, playing with you in one sort of a tournament, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And those people are all great, maybe great athletes or something like that, but horrible bores. They're boring as fuck. And you know, you go. Out, you know what you're gonna do after your game? You're gonna go out and have a nice glass of water. And talk about all the ways you can improve. Maybe go to Pizza Hut. Yeah. Maybe you'll go to Pizza Hut and you'll have uh, maybe the buffet. Ugh. Have a little dessert pizza. Old Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> that's right. boring. Right? That's not that's not a way to celebrate your victor- victories or your competitions or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is you want to hire Van Dyke Party Services. And you do that by going to get, send us an email at live from the Dutch at gmail.com and we'll send you between five and twenty nine Van Dyke first cousins wearing bright yellow jackets and you're gonna have the time of your life. And all it's gonna cost you is a hundred dollars of cold hard cash plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. Mm-hmm. And if you're not one hundred percent satisfied, we'll return the hundred dollars, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services Do not live your life in regret. Brought to you by our friends at Clean Flow. Best sponsors ever. Best sponsors yeah. ever. We love you, Clean Flow. And uh, the only other partner, and uh, Army Electric. Yep. Army Electric. I'm going to make this short this week. It's getting into Easter season. Uh, it's Good Friday tomorrow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm just like saying Jesus died for your sins and all that stuff. Derek so maybe won- you can live with a fucking flickering light bulb for one weekend. Yeah, right till Monday. To let the great man Derek Yarmy spend time with his family. Let him rejoice. And pray to his God. Jesus Christ, leave the man alone. Yarmy Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time. You can go fuck yourself. Don't call till Monday. <laughs> Even on Monday. Tuesday. Yeah, give him a break. Give him Easter Monday. Why don't you give him Easter Monday? Call him on Tuesday. Fuck that, he's a contractor. Get to work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was going to grab some blessings. Uh, And uh, so let's get into our little feedback segment. We got the uh, girl. This week we got feedback from from Tennessee. Oh. Bristol race is coming up. Yeah, I think it's this weekend, isn't it? I believe it? there's a relative of ours uh, going there. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I Got it been... as a nice 40th birthday present. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Heading down to the Coliseum. It's next weekend, I do believe. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the next weekend, yeah. Maybe we can still get in on that. And anyway, so we got a. Let me see what I got here. It's next weekend? I'm I think, in on that. I think yeah, they, don't, they never <laughs> race on Easter. They don't race on Easter because they still are. I think they're still a. Yeah, not not this week. I think twenty twenty third or something. Does that make sense? You know, the only thing that's bad about this this uh, piece of uh, feedback is that uh, it says, "Hey, Pete and Dave." <laughs> that's oh. it. Yeah, the rest of you guys can go fuck yourselves. Oh. Fair enough. Haven't uh, still huge fans of the show. Huge, huge. in in uh, in block capital letters. I uh, haven't missed an episode except for Trump ate a baby because the audio was so bad. Ouch. L- uh, LOL. You know, j- jokes on them. They know the audio was bad, so they already listened. It counts. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You listen to the whole fucking thing. We Just won. listen. That's we right. went. We still won on that one. <laughs> and uh, any, oh, and then they then they went and they want me to give them uh, their pilot. But they, they, but I just thought it was interesting to note these two. It's from Mother Hen and Blondie mm-hmm. from Life from the Barbie Mansion. That's what, who was uh, checking in. Good old And friends. we still haven't, uh, so we haven't talked to them in a while, so it's nice to see they're still listening to the show. Yeah, right on. And uh, what I, we were getting at is at Swazi's there, we had a table of people who were in the uh, back, and uh, a couple of them talked to us. One by the name of uh, Bailey provided us with some feedback. I knew you were eager to do that. And she said that basically she listens to a lot of our shows. Crazy. 
She's from Pine Grove originally. Grew oh. up in Pine Grove. Really? And uh, loves hearing all the Pine Grove chatter, chitter chatter. Probably knows about the internet. <laughs> oh, Pine Grove. Yeah, she knows the toils of Pine Grove internet. And what I got to tell you is, I got to tell you, Pine Grove's got the gas station back open right now. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, Jacob dogs. <laughs> Jake's dogs. Jake's dogs are cooking up hot dogs and hamburgers there. How you how are you going to find fault in that? In a little like garden shed, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like an ice fishing hut. Now, how does it, is that ventilated properly, or is that guy going to kill God, himself one day? Yeah, he's going to blow up. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got a nice barbecue in there. Yeah, he's got a big barbecue and a tiny little shed. Zero exhaust. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the safest thing to do. Nice pair right. of coveralls on. Yeah, he's right. from a little town about 20, 25 minutes away. How about Frogmore? Yeah, it's called oh, Frogmore. Oh, he comes down from Frogmore to cook up some Frogmore. hot dogs and hamburgers? Oh, a good a good dog, too. Some summer sausage. He'll give it to you on the side if you got the ends. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Summer sausage, but fried up? Oh, yeah, he'll uh, barbecue something just in case you want to buy a big hunk. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's a good old guy. I haven't talked to him. Nice guy. young guy, yeah. young uh, midnight full fella. of piss and vi- piss and vinegar. I did have to but go I don't in know for if a propane fire is pretty good to have around a gas station. Propane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, uh, he's in that protective shed, <laughs> made of metal and wood. <laughs> yeah, he's in a protective shed. He's so safe. Think, I think it'll be fine. And uh, end up in Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I went in to buy some uh, spaghetti sauce today, hmm. and uh, it was uh, great because uh, there was the new attendant in there, <laughs> and she was like singing a song when I walked She's in. She's got some real spunk. She, ha- you know, what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, a couple Nose tattoos. Ring? Yeah, she is. She was having a great time when I walked in. <laughs> well, karaoke sing doesn't even stop. Yeah, and she didn't care that I was there or wasn't there. She was singing when I got in there, and she'll sing when I leave, and and she didn't care at all. Makes you feel welcome. I, I tell you, I liked it. It was a whole experience for me. It was a really, it was a really enjoyment because I got, went in there and she's all singing away, and I'm like, uh, I said hello, and she's like, hello to you, right? Like really upbeat about the whole thing, and I'm like, I'm buying pasta sauce, and she was really ha- happy to help me out. It only cost fourteen bucks. Wasn't too bad. Yeah, store in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, but you know what? You pay that extra for that pasta sauce, and and then you can get pasta sauce when you need it, and you don't have to drive for fucking ten bucks too. I'd rather pay a little bit extra to keep that thing open than plus not a great attitude. Yeah, plus a great attitude, a little dinner and a show. That's what I got. <laughs> yep, there you go. I like worth it. every penny. Yeah, worth every penny. <laughs> and another fellow that was at Swazi's was uh, he came up and said that he listened to the uh, uh, Quit My Job podcast, hmm. and he said that he when he listened to it. Uh, he had a pullover because he was laughing so hard. Oh, really? Yeah. And that guy, I don't remember his name because I got sidetracked talking to him and and, and had to move to some other... Hmm. Somebody wanted me for something else or something. His guitar wasn't loud enough. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) That's what I fucking can't... Like, Jesus, man. Just sit down and watch the show. Don't tell me that everything sucks. <laughs> people just think it's your show, Pete, so you want to know everything that's wrong with your show, and there's people coming up to me telling me everything that's wrong with it. I'm like, I don't care. You said you want negative feedback. There's Negative feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Because I know Charters had a good experience with that. Uh, with uh, Bahili as well, though. Uh, I'm going to name uh, her, even though she's never provided us with it. Uh, listener of the week. She's a listener of the week. This is her week. It's her week, Bailey. Congratulations. All right. You did it. And we actually went to a cousin's <laughs> birthday party uh, the next night, and uh, there was another couple listeners there. One of them, Crazy Coop, has provided us with uh, feedback. A number of times, and I never get it, so I don't know where he's providing it because I can't find it anywhere, yeah, but he's, he, we've missed it somehow. I talked to him, too. He loves it. He loves the show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to Crazy Coop if you're listening. Thanks, Coop. Thanks for the support, and uh, I can't believe you've never been listening to the week. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we should probably have saved it for we, him. We Maybe. Gotta, no, we got to get the feedback first. Uh, we'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's it for this week. Anything else anyone had asked? We're still we're still like a no go on the old Haitian dwarf, so we assume that he has passed away. We must pray for his sins. Thank God it wasn't in the Dutch Hall, huh? Thank God it wasn't. He didn't die in the Dutch Hall. <laughs> that's right. 
There is some speculation that the, that friend who was here is the Haitian dwarf. Oh. There was one person who had a theory a long time ago, Abby Van Dyke, who I don't know if anyone that really watch, listens to the old show, she hasn't been on in a couple of years, but the but she uh, she believed that that was that guy that passed out was the was a Haitian dwarf, and I said no, it's not true because I believe it's not to be true, and uh, but wouldn't that be something? But he's still if alive. If he was, because I really don't know who the Haitian dwarf is. I got an idea. But he, uh, he I think it's a dwarf. He might be a dwarf from <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> That's dead. Why would why would he lie to me? But anyways, he doesn't listen to the show anymore because I think we're not we're offensive to uh, little people. Maybe he's hibernating. You know, maybe it is hibernating. A hobbit hole or something. You yeah, think they, he's hibernates? They get ready for summer. Or he binge listens to the show. It's he's time for fuckles. Spring <laughs> <laughs> is coming. Oh, yeah, oh. this is the fuckles. Oh, do you think we, he's in Belgium? Oh, we right. have told him of the fuckles that he found it in the springtime. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You know what? We don't have much time left in this show. We have to introduce our guest. Oh boy. We have one topic to go over. Well, let's introduce both. So our guest for this evening is Steve Everhart McGrail's wife, mm-hmm. <laughs> Leah McGrail. Hey. Hi. Woo. Hello. Hello, Leah. Leah. There she is. Very, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for being here. Now, we have, uh, this is a rare opportunity mm-hmm. to actually get you. And you're, Are you comfortable talking about all matters involving your husband? Great. What I like the best about this is that they're looking directly at each other while you're asking these questions. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) we don't know anything about Steve. Like we know nothing about him. He's here every week, but he doesn't give us much. He's like uh, very closed uh, about his personal life. And uh, he he he's he's shielded. Is he that way at home too, or do you get to see the real Steve? No, I see the real Steve. And uh, what do you think uh, would be the biggest surprise that you know about Steve that we would not know about Steve? Like, what do you think a trait that Steve would possess that you would see that we don't see? I can't think of one. Oh. You don't think so? Because this is what, what do we know about Steve, Paul? He has a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Under his beard. Under his beard. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Steve without a beard? Yes, once. Once? Was, was there a penis? Once oh, for like a month. Um, no, there was no penis. <laughs> oh, no birthmark? Go. No cross out on oh. No, he, he has a birthmark on his forehead that he was born with. Mm-hmm. Is it under the toque? It is under the toque, but it's, it's a swastika. When he gets mad, it goes purple, <laughs> it goes and it's purple. right, like in, Harry right Potter? above his nose. Like it's right Steve in the middle of his mad? forehead. Steve gets mad. Steve gets very mad. <laughs> is Steve Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Steve's like, uh, his scar will, will throb when he sees Voldemort? <laughs> no, he was, he was born with it, so it's a birthmark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it wasn't right. cursed with it. That's right. Like uh, Harry Potter, that's the difference. Okay. Now, you said something Nothing a while magic ago. magic about it. <laughs> uh, Pete mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I don't swear. And I don't, I don't think my wife or my kids would say My four-year-old true. swears, so yes. <laughs> because of Steve. <laughs> But our four-year-old. Our four-year-old. I always thought it was you. I always thought you were the cursor, the one that had the dirty mouth. Yeah, I have a dirty mouth. And then, uh, but, but both of you do. Both yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah, we do. Steve is always uh, talking. Like, you know how uh, Steve doesn't play sports, right? No, never. Never played sports, but he likes dress room talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas Donald Trump says locker room talk. Locker, locker room, room talk. talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, uh, he, like around the show, like it was just guys, you know. He's like, I gotta get home because I'm gonna tear a piece off my wife, you know that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you know he does that? Yeah, he's a dirty mind. <laughs> do, do you ever wait for him to come home from this show smelling like cigarettes? Um, <laughs> it's rare. Rarely, yeah. No, I actually work, so um, I get up in the morning early. Yeah. So no, I don't really wait up. Does it? Home. Do you find the the smell of him disgusting when he gets yeah, home? Yeah, I make him take off his clothes if I wake up to the smell. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the positive we do for you. Yeah, that's right. Right, and you don't have hair, so it's not like the smell stuck in your hair. I got a beard though, stuck right on my face. <sighs> Just shave your beard, man. That's weird. He has a penis <laughs> on his He hasn't done that since, shaved his beard since about 90, 1997. Like Your kids would be uh, traumatized if you shaved yes, your beard. Yes, I would scare yeah, them. They, they have never seen him without a beard, and they said they didn't want to see him. Remember back, going back to the show where everybody shaved? 
um, all the girls, we have four girls, and they all said, don't do that, Daddy. <laughs> it wasn't allowed. No, they really wouldn't let you. <laughs> uh, so I want to talk to you guys about one issue that came up in the news, which I don't like to uh, normally talk about in the news, but this one I think is uh, universally would piss everybody off. Uh, have you guys, did you guys do any um, air travel? Have you ever traveled mm-hmm. by air? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, uh, there's a story out of the States with United Airlines. Have you seen this? I haven't heard it. No? <laughs> it's everywhere, right? <laughs> it's viral. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy where that was taken off the plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, that these fucking guys, like, if you go, there's a guy that got taken off this United Airlines plane. If you haven't seen the story, it's all everywhere, right? Living under a rock. Right? So this guy, the main thing about him, he's like an Asian doctor. Uh, and then they they, uh, they they let him board the plane, and then they told him to get off the plane, and he didn't want to get off because he had to go to work the next day. Right. And then when they said, no, you have to get off, we chose you randomly, uh, he started screaming like a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, they forcefully, like, smashed his face into the <laughs> thing and cut his lip, and he was, like, got a concussion, and they really beat the guy. They really, like, forced, like, did a number of the guy, and everybody in the, on the plane had their cell phones out. Yeah. Yeah. Taking a picture of it or whatever, taking a video of it, and it was uh, the guy's gonna get a lot of money for it, right? Uh, I was just thinking, I've been me and my wife Jane have been on a lot of flights, especially in the United States, domestic flights, and they fuck us over on overbooking all the time, right? And uh, one time we did eight flights in a year, and they screwed up six of them. This was Delta, not not uh, yeah, United. it's usually Delta. Yeah. But they over we but they over sell all the time and there's no yep. protection to do that. This one was for the fucking uh um crewmates. Right. They were just flying other pilots or something oh, or really? crew members. Yep. It wasn't even for other passengers, it was for crew members to go over there. And they ship this guy around. I think that uh, this guy's gonna be like the Rosa Parks <laughs> for people that have to get fucked over by airlines. Is that this Asian doctor now is going to be like our hero, and uh, they're not going to be able to screw us over anymore because we're going to have we're going to have cell phone footage of it and get millions of dollars. You yeah, know? United fucks it up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they screwed it up like all over again. Even when the guy apologized, he screwed it up worse. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. it wasn't pretty. It's typical of big corporations that just uh, uh, they don't really care about people. There's no humanity to it at all. It's just about like uh, what you can get away with. And how much you can uh, profit uh, quarter over quarter, you know? There's never, yeah. it's never really, there's no humanity in that system. They might have the wrong people sitting in the wrong HRs, like the wrong seats, trying to manage the situation. Like there's. This is what you're that. supposed to do. This is what I, I saw this online today. You're supposed to uh, uh, keep raising the, raising the price. You know, when they, if you overbook and you want to bump somebody off a flight, you got to keep like sweetening the pot, sweetening the pot. But uh, if you read the airline regulations in the states, I think that's what this lady on the news said. I don't know if it's true. I haven't fact. <laughs> there's a lady on the news said it though, and she goes, "If you you're supposed to be able to say my rights under the American uh, Charter, or whatever, blah blah blah." Fuck charter <laughs> is uh, is is to uh, you get you get uh, thirty five hundred dollars and you're allowed to ask for it in cash hmm. or something like right off or thirteen I don't know what it was there was an amount I think it's thirty five hundred dollars or something like that you're allowed to say I get it right now and you got to produce it in cash because my right as a passenger and if you don't if if you if you breach the thing you're allowed this money so they're always oh. trying to get you to settle for less than that amount right but if you know what you're actually entitled to. You can get that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I've done a disservice by forgetting exactly the details of this <laughs> for everybody that's listening. I will ask Eduardo. But Google it, and then you can find out what you're actually entitled to. And then next time you get fucked around by somebody on the airlines, you can just say what you're entitled to, and then they will let you stay on the plane. That's what I mean. That's that's the moral of the story. Seems and then. Easier. Yeah, it seems like it's domestic flights in the USA. Like I don't know. Can they do that in Canada? Can have you ever yeah. been on a Canadian flight where they've overbooked it? It's too nice. I don't think they have, right? <clears throat> no, because they would say, "Sorry, sir, that flight is full. You'll have to go on a flight tomorrow." Can I? Uh, One, you, you can't buy a ticket for it because it's, it's full. Because we're honest Canadians. Yeah. A dirty American. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a cool. I think Peace if out. I think if we were Drop allowed to, <laughs> if we were allowed to, we would though. Fuck them over. Like our companies, like Air Canada would fuck you over if they were allowed to. We must sure. have something, some sort of rule to prevent them from doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which they don't have in the states. But anyways, I fly out of the states because it's cheaper, and that's why we get fucked over all the time. Yep. Uh, anyways, that's it. That's our show this week. Holy moly. Uh, I want to tell everybody to go enjoy the Easter weekend. What you need to do, it's my fi- one of my favorite weekends of the year. Rejoice. Tonight's the night where we uh, feast. Tomorrow we will mourn. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I uh, suggest reflect. Hmm. And then on Sunday, we will all rejoice. We will rejoice the resurrection. <laughs> of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then on uh, a Monday, why not rest? Sure. Have a nice rest if you don't have to go to work or school. Uh, just have a nice rest. It's good for but your un- body. But until then... We will see you NT. See you next Thursday.